All right, everyone. As you heard me say, this is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show here with you on this Tuesday. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs. They feature no transaction or withdrawal fees. And the FTX US trading platform for NFTs offers both Ethereum and Solana blockchain-based NFTs with no gas fees. To find out more and to download that app, click on the link in the description below. And you can also find it in the chat if you are watching us live on YouTube right now. Without further ado, I think it's time to bring on my co-host, Benzinga's own Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Howdy. <clears throat> Just living the dream. Yeah, you know, an, another week here, there's Brian, there's so much going on in the world of NFTs. It's so hard to keep up. And that's what we're here for, where we try our best, right, to bring the news, the events, the upcoming mints, all of that covering the NFT space. So a big shout out to everyone who is watching us live right now on YouTube and also everyone who's listening in after we aired live and also listening to us via podcast. So we want to give a shout out and thank you to all our loyal viewers and listeners today. Brian, what do you think? Should we uh, should we start diving into the, the big news items here? <clears throat> right off the high dive, the springboard. Oh. All right. Yeah, let, let's go right in. Right. So it's Tuesday. So one of the things we always like to do on Tuesday's episode is take a look back. Right. What were the top 10 NFTs by volume last week? This data coming to you from Crypto Slam. So last week was topped by Invisible Friends and New Mint, 57.5 million followed by three landers up 290 percent. Tubby Cats, Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, MFers, NFT Worlds, Azuki, Clone X, and Star Catchers and Howlers rounding out the top 10. So we had four new projects that minted join the top 10 list. Brian, uh, before I get into some of, some of the more details here, Invisible Friends, Tubby Cats, Star Catchers, and Howlers, how about that? Four new projects hitting the top 10 in their first week. I don't think we've seen four in a while. We've seen one or two, but this was uh, quite the week for the newcomers here. Yeah, and uh, what about, um, yeah, Invisible Friends just marching its way up to the top there. 57.5 million in volume. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's no small number, right? And, and we've been talking about this for a while, right? That this is a collection of 5,000. They had a huge Discord, huge Twitter, so huge, huge demand, low supply. We do see the floor price now at 5.86. And, and, and I mean, Brian, 5.86 floor price. Again, nothing to sneeze at, but we of Didn't course we have say to say that that's around the where the floor price was going to end up at or above yeah. four or five. I think we said four or five. And you know, mm -hmm. Brian, we do have to note that once these minted out, the floor price briefly hit around 10 to 12 ETH, right? Oh. And with with most projects, pre-reveal can sometimes be the highest price point. And then we saw, of course, a lot of people sell, right, and, and take profits. And now, again, these are revealed, and we have a floor price over 5.86. Uh, 
Uh, Brian, I'll be curious next week. Do you think that this one will continue to, you know, list in the top 10? Will we continue to see the floor price over five or is this one gonna, you know, slowly fade away? Um, it's gonna be hard to say. I mean, it, it's got a lot of hype, but <clears throat> that's so high in value that I would say that it's gonna slide down before we see it rise back up anywhere near this price. And of course, we could be wrong. You never know. It's so subjective and speculative, um, but that's a ridiculously high amount of money to buy one right now that, you know, and that compared to like Bored Apes, that's nothing, but still three, that's $300,000. And these are what they were at 30,000. Now they're at probably close to twenty fifteen thousand $15,000 a pop. That's freaking ridiculous. That's like a, almost a, a half a year of college. Yeah, again, no small dollar amount. Uh, I have to think that we do see a dip um, next week. And, you know, that's that's no shame to Invisible Friends or that collection or fans of the project. But I just feel like we're going to see this fade away a little bit. Uh, You know, some liquidity coming out until they get into, you know, their their next item on the roadmap or some more news. Or maybe when we see some celebrities or some big names get in. I will say that the animations on Invisible Friends are really cool to look at, right? That's something pretty unique. But Brian, one of the things with NFTs, right, has always been a PFP, a profile picture. Mm -hmm. Uh, A moving image doesn't really get justice as a PFP. And and also this being so big, right, and spread out in that full box there. I feel like it just doesn't translate that well to a PFP. <clears throat> no, um, it's not really the PFP style. And I like that, though, because get those PFPs yep. out of here. Let's <laughs> move gone. on, everybody. NFT space, we're moving on from the PFP. <laughs> Brian Moore has said it now. We're going different places, going different routes. Definitely. And, and Brian, I mean, we also saw uh, Tubby Cats, a new one. That's a collection of 20,000. Star Catchers, which we've been talking about for a while on the show, and then Howlers, which was kind of a stealth mint. Um, also, we're all in the top 10. Uh, I do also want to point out that below the top 10 line, we saw the Doggies rank mm-hmm. in 11th place, 13.7 million. That is the Snoop Dogg avatars for the sandbox that we've been talking about. They're up to uh, number six now to, as of today. Yeah, those things are moving, and that one actually, I feel like it's going to have lasting power. You know, we said that in the last episode, that when they announce details on that music video, you know, when there's more playability with these avatars, I I really think that they're going to increase in value. Um, Axie Infinity came in 12th place, you know, and last week it was in the top 10, so it did have a bit of a decline. Um... But, you know, just overall, it's kind of nice to see four new names in the top 10. Um, yeah. Otherwise, and, not, and the dog is being actual movement. reachable. Like, I mean, not reachable, yes. obtainable uh, yep. monetary wise. You know, it's still, what, 25, maybe a little less than two grand a piece. But in crypto terms, it's kind of obtainable for most people who have some ETH in their wallet. So that's not too bad. Yeah, definitely. And let's pull up. So since you said uh, price wise, so this Tubby Cats, um, I didn't know a ton about this one, Brian, when it minted. And again, this is a collection of 20,000. The floor price is 0.45. So it's another one of those, um, you know, where the entry point doesn't necessarily break the bank. 
um, you know, for newer people to the NFT space. Uh, again, I just don't know much about this project, but because of being in the top 10, it's of course on my watch now. I'm going to do some more research into that roadmap. Or if anyone in the chat right now, you know, uh, has any comments or ideas about Tubby Cats, let me know. Um, maybe we can bring the team on to find out more. But Brian, any other takeaways from that that top 10 list before we move on? <clears throat> no. Um, well, I like that Starcatchers is up there and their um, Starcatchers uh, floor price is still kind of reasonable. It's at like $1,100 if it's like 3.38, I think. Um, which I think that's going to be a pretty good project. Uh, we'll, we'll see a lot more movement there as well. Um, I personally like this one too. Um, I don't know if I really want to throw out 3.8 ETH on this quite yet, but I will, I, I'm thinking that I'm going to, um, put my foot in my mouth for saying that because I, I can see this one moving quite a bit personally. Yeah. Great call out, Brian. Starcatchers has been one. Um, you know, that's really caught my eye, uh, you know, since I first saw it on Twitter and social media, right? And then we've been talking about it. We've been saying, you know, when's the mint date? What's the mint price? And yeah, it has fallen a little bit down now, 0.38. I just really love the artwork on this, the color. And, and also, if you go to their website, there's no current roadmap. So it says, mm -hmm. we intend to release details of several objectives, those being the build out of a scalable governance system, merch releases, and real life events that are exclusive to Starcatcher holders. So again, they didn't really do a roadmap, but they also set a couple items that they're going to work on. Brian, I'm almost a fan of this, the, the yeah, like not having a big roadmap, not <clears throat> over promising, because so mm -hmm. many times we've seen projects over promise, then they have to delay or they can't get to everything. The project really loses momentum by kind of announcing stuff as they go along. You do risk people not being interested right away. But, you know, you also may potentially gain people, you know, as you announce new items. So to me, I, I kind of like this approach here. And I mean, I, I think you're right, Brian. Starcatchers is one um, I'm definitely going to be watching here and, you know, see uh, what we have in the future. Yeah. And, and like you said, I like the um, not over promising under delivering. I like the fact that, um, you know, they're not, it's not a bunch of fluff, even though they are a PFP project. And we just said, get that out of here. I will say I like this project a lot. And um, one thing that makes it very attractive to me is exactly what you said. There's not a lot of fluff. It, it, it's, you know, it is what it is. They're going to, they're going to prove themselves over time and they're going to uh, release um, milestones and rocks as they go instead of saying like, Hey, we're going to do all this in hopes that we hit a hundred million dollar market cap, yep. but we can't do it until then. So we're delay, 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 or a bunch of bullshit that, you know, will never happen. So I like what they're doing here and I can uh, get behind a project that's doing something like that for sure. Definitely. All right. Well, let's dive in. To, to one of the fun subjects here, Brian, you know, uh, I remember doing this uh, a couple months back of kind of speculating who could potentially join uh, Board Ape Yacht Club next. Mm -hmm. It was also one of the questions I asked some big names in the NFT space for an article I did at the start of the year, you know, which celebrity may get into NFTs next. Um, there was various guesses, you know, LeBron James was one and I forgot the others now. 
<laughs> but Brian, we do have these rumors out there, and I want to emphasize rumors that Elon Musk could join Board Ape Yacht Club. So how these rumors started was a lot of it had to do with this picture right here. So that is Elon Musk near an elevator, and the gentleman on the left and the right are the co-founders of MoonPay. So for anyone listening or watching right now, if you don't know MoonPay, MoonPay is a crypto company, um, a crypto platform for trading. It also um, uh, helps onboard celebrities into the NFT space. So they have been connected to um, uh, Justin Bieber. They've been connected to... Uh, Post Malone, who even featured them in a music video. Um, they've also been connected to Jimmy Fallon, right? He showed off his Bored Ape, um, you know, live on his night, late night talk show. And he even shouted out MoonPay. <laughs> and then we also saw Paris Hilton go on the, the Jimmy Fallon show. She got a Bored Ape and she also mentioned MoonPay. So, Brian, I think we're uh, pretty familiar with MoonPay. Oh, yeah. I mean, Outside of the the rumors that I'm gonna dive into and kind of the 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 data, if you saw this picture, like what jumps out or what do you think in your mind? I mean, can we call this a a meeting with the executives of MoonPay? Is this just a run in? Is this just a coincidence? <clears throat> or are they not even talking about NFTs at all? Oh, I, I doubt they're even talking about NFTs. It looks like they just ran into each other at an elevator, and who knows? Does his shirt say crypto though? Um, I forgot what his shirt says, but uh, so it actually is the shirt he wore to the Kanye West or Ye um concert, the genius, so, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, it really just seems like he was at the right place at the right time for MoonPay executives to kind of talk to him, right? But of course, this is a fun rumor to talk about, and let's bring up the first image here. So, Board Ape. Number 4976, which features a cowboy hat, was purchased shortly after this photo. So, of course, the traits are um, purple background, 13%, biker vest, 3%, closed eyes, 7%, blue fur, 5%, cowboy hat, 4%, and board mouth, 23%. Purchase price, 95 Ethereum. For anyone who doesn't follow Elon Musk, he recently moved from California to Texas. Um, he also is working on opening a gigafactory for Tesla in the state of Texas, which is scheduled to open, I think, have their ribbon cutting in April. So, Brian, I mean, is this just a huge coincidence, though, that a cowboy looking <laughs> board ape gets bought right after that photo comes out? I mean, is, um... this, is this moon pay playing tricks with us or? <laughs> I don't. I think it is a coincidence. I mean, it's it's a pretty big coincidence, but it is it's a big. Still, it's very. Uh, it, that's not quite a reach to say that that's far fetched for that to happen. But mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Elon Musk. I think if he wanted to join, he would just do it. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have said. You got the world's richest person. Why would he be yeah, going he with MoonPay? Like, he doesn't need a sponsorship. He doesn't need do an it. endorsement deal, right? He could just buy it. We got Ash in the chat saying that's a run-in. I mean, that's my thoughts too, but how, how much fun is it to just, you know, speculate? And Brian, let's now move on to the second board eight to make this rumor even fly further. 
MoonPay also purchased Board Ape number 1837 for 569 Ethereum. That's $1.5 million. This is a rare gold fur ape. It's one of only 46 with that trait, and it ranks in the 250 rarest Board Apes. Brian, we had Franklin on, the owner of 36 Board Apes. He owns a gold fur board ape that he's uh-huh. not willing to sell yet. What about this? Why would MoonPay buy one of the most expensive board apes? Are they just going to sit on this in their wallet? Or is this going to go to a big name? I mean, uh, we also saw the previous owner of that board ape. Um, he posted on Twitter, I thought I had it at 690.420 ETH. Oh, well, as long as it goes to at Elon Musk, I'll be happy. He said in that tweet while also tagging MoonPay. So again, how much first, did, you said 590? 569. 1.5 mil. And again, the previous owner of that board ape kind of diving more into the, the rumor mill here, right? Uh, there it is right there. Deepak saying, I thought I had it at 690.420 ETH, which if you're if you know Elon Musk, you know how much he enjoys Ooh. those numbers and, and <clears throat> memes, right? So, yeah. Um, One thing that of- this person just said is uh, he might be looking to invest in the moon pay and not just board ape itself. Oh, there I we go. I definitely think that it is just a coincidence they ran into each other. I think that Elon Musk has a little bit more stuff going on to invest in something like moon pay. Um, he did also send over a bunch of Starlinks to and, yep. uh, and set Ukraine. that whole grid up for ukraine so who, who knows really what's going on you know i think maybe he might invest in moon pay itself over getting a board ape i think that's more feasible yeah d- definitely and you know uh if, if it wasn't elon musk and he had hadn't already spoken out about nfps i feel like i'd buy into this a little bit more brian but mm-hmm. musk has publicly criticized nfts on several occasions He has compared NFTs to people having hallucinations, right? Using the meme of these NFTs, are they in the room right now? Um, He told Billy Marcus, the co-founder of Dogecoin, NFTs are JPEGing the dollar. Um, He also criticized Twitter when they changed their uh, uh, ability to do profile pictures right there on screen. He said, this is annoying. He said that Twitter engineers have better things to work on. Why are they doing NFT PFPs? So again, unless if he completely has changed his mind on NFTs, I really feel like this is a coincidence. And again, it, I mean, you look at that picture and it almost looks like they cornered him at the, the elevator, right? Yeah. I, I will say though, that because we're Benzinga, right? And we try to provide that news. We try to provide, you know, as much as we can for our loyal fans. I reached out to MoonPay to ask for a comment, right? And one of my first initial reactions was, okay, is this picture even real, right? Because you can do a lot with Photoshop. You can move people around in pictures. I, I mean, someone could have added him in. So the, the spokesperson from MoonPay said, the picture is real. Don't have additional details to share at the moment, but stay tuned to the website for exciting news to come. And, and Brian, with that being said, MoonPay has now purchased six board apes in the last two weeks, and they have 13 board apes in their OpenSea wallet. 
So again, I highly doubt that MoonPay is just going to sit <clears throat> on these board apes, right? I, I think they yeah. got more deals cooking with celebrities, with athletes. Any guesses or any hunches here, um, you know, Brian, maybe that gold fur or that cowboy hat outside of Elon Musk, who these could be um, set up for in the future? Oh, there's, uh, <clears throat> I think there's no telling. I, I, yeah. I have no idea. It's so hard to even try to guess. I mean, it would just be a straight shot in the dark. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that gold fur one, I think, is going to cause a lot of headlines, right? Because, again, $1.5 million. Yeah, um, I mean, that, that one looks like it'd be an Elon Musk. But like you right. said, he's, uh, he's definitely um, said things about NFTs. And <clears throat> he, he's kind of got a point that they are kind of in a bubble. And this NFT, like the whole profile picture and this kind of stuff, I think this will die down soon. Not saying Board Apes will, not saying some of these bigger projects will, just like the whole thing in general, because <clears throat> people are not really realizing what non fungible tokens can actually do for the world as a whole that are more than just a JPEG, that are more than just a um, profile picture. And I think that once we embrace that, we're going to see a lot more of this stuff that's not just, you know, Board Apes or. Crypto punks, but we'll see these collections do game-changing things and change the whole entire world as a whole. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I want Elon Musk to kind of get into a little bit more. Definitely. Well, Brian, speaking of game-changing NFTs and ones that have seen some big names get into, uh, I saw a couple news items about one of our favorite projects to talk about, World of Women. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, sometimes, you know, it, it breaks my heart to talk about this project because I didn't uh, get it when it was trading under one ETH. And, you know, I, I knew that it was going to be a future winner. Yeah. But regardless of that, I've got to share the, the news here. So KPMG, which is one of the largest um, tax and audit companies in the world, they announced on Monday that they bought a World of Women NFT as part of their corporate strategy. Um, this coincides with them buying Bitcoin and Ethereum for their corporate treasury. Um, that's pretty big, Brian, right? I mean, yeah, we saw Visa, Visa bought a CryptoPunk. We saw some companies buy Bored Apes. DraftKings um, did for a, a giveaway. Uh, the founder of eToro did using the Super Bowl commercial, right? But a audit company and tax company just buying one to kind of sit on their balance sheet how about that that's wild and that's great <clears throat> and like you said for what world of women that's kind of hard to say really <laughs> fast uh to world to w-o-w yeah um, wow there you go yeah to old oh, wow that that is huge because that means that this you know pretty renowned and reputable crypto investment kind of in tax audit all like you know a, a company that really knows what they're talking about when it comes to crypto has invested in this as their strategic um like uh i guess the i forgot the word you use well what did they call it uh, uh what did they call it that's a good question i scrolled down too far now um I guess I their, their corporate corp strategy. Corporate strategy. Um, yeah, it, they're using it as that, which means they know that it's going to go up and increase in value and it's something that's worth uh, to hold. 
and for a project like this, like, wow, that's great. Because like you said, it's a woman led project. It's all about empowering women and we're all about that, but also it's going to, you know, change, change the game a little bit and make even bigger projects or bigger companies now invest in not just board ape, not just crypto punk, but these other smaller ones that they see a lot of potential in. Definitely. And, and Brian, so we didn't just get one news item from World of Women. I saw three today, as promised. So they also did an auction at Christie's for a rare oh, World yeah, of yeah. Women. And this sold today for around 755000 USD. It hurts me talking about this too, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. 260 Ethereum. That is a new all-time high for a non-royalty world of women. So Christie's Auction House, one of the biggest in the world, right? And Christie's and Sotheby's both have really dove into selling some high-end, rare, one-of-one NFTs from some of the biggest collections. And to see World of Women get spotlighted and also today at the start of uh, Women's History Month it is a big deal. And this is one of those projects that I think is going to have historical value as really being, you know, the, the top blue chip for um, uh, women led and women featured trait projects. And then Brian, the third news item, uh, this is pretty cool. I remember months ago talking about how a board ape was on the cover of Rolling Stone for a kind of exclusive cover that they auctioned out off billboard magazine is doing um, different iconic singers as World of Women on covers. So Christina Aguilera and Madonna. There you have Madonna. That's pretty cool. Or no, that's Christina. I'm sorry. It's, Christina oh, Aguilera. come on, Chris. If Alyssa was on, she'd be so mad at you. Here I am reading my notes and not looking. There's Madonna. Um, so these are sweet, right? So they partnered with the artist from World of Women. Um, and they are going to auction off these covers. And I am pleased to say, of course, that these NFTs will be auctioned off on FTX later in March. Some of the proceeds will go to nonprofit organizations that each cover star will choose. And the buyers of the NFTs will get flown out to Los Angeles for a women in music celebration next year. Brian, what do you think? I mean, these covers look just f phenomenal, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And it really ties in the artwork of World of Women. And I think you can keep going, right? I mean, you've got Madonna and Christina here, but I think you can, you know, extend this. And World of Women is actually working on a, a second project, a spinoff kind of, of uh, historical women leaders that they're going to turn into NFTs. And I think this kind of ties in with that and kind of could help bring brand awareness. I mean, a lot of people in the NFT community know about World of Women, but how much more do you think hear about it from these billboard covers? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a game changer, and that's really, really cool. <clears throat> Again, like, you, like we've already mentioned, it does kind of hurt to talk about it, but it's also really, really cool that they're um, blowing up like this and making a change. And I, I remember covering this and watching you guys cover it. I think we talked about it on Moon or Bus too a couple months ago when uh, Logan Paul bought a bunch yep. of them too. And so people have been in on this one for quite a while and it's a, it's it's definitely growing if you're one of the lucky ones to have one. Just like a board ape, I think that this one's definitely going to be up there with them. Like you said, will always be a blue chip, but there's a lot more room to go with this bad boy. 
Yeah, and bad I mean, lady. We, that, yeah, that bad lady, not bad boy. We we just had the OpenSea account up on screen, and if I remember right, the floor price was nine point two. I mean, Brian, I know we've dipped a bit over the past couple of days due to everything happening in the world and, and the prices of crypto being so volatile. Um, but I just I, I feel like this one's going back over ten. This is not financial advice. Um, but this, uh, again, I just feel like it's one of those blue chips that it's, it's going to have that lasting power. I think people that own World of Women are going to get first access to that second project. You have mm-hmm. the media rights deal coming with Hello Sunshine, Reese Witherspoon's company. Um, so you're going to have a TV show and movie in the future. I, I just really feel like, you know, this is one of those ones where you, you get in and you just sit on it. You do what KPMG is doing, right? You buy it and you put it on your balance sheet as a strategic uh, investment for the future. So maybe that's what KPMG is doing here. Um, And if I had the ETH right now, I would certainly uh, do that as well. Yeah, same. Same (laughs) Z's. All right. Well, Brian, let's get into uh, another topic. And and this is one of those topics where you never wish that we had to talk about it, right? Because we do have the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, and of course, not a fun news item to talk about by any means. But through that, we did get a a group of uh, well-known NFT people that banded together and they decided, hey, let's do something to support the country. Let's do something to support the artist in Ukraine, right? So a group of uh, 37 artists got together and they released these exclusive NFTs. Each artist had 200 in the collection and they were minted at a cost of 0.05 Ethereum. Um, And they sold out so fast. Uh, They raised, I believe, $3 million in, uh, or raised over $1 million in 30 seconds. And that's not including um, secondary sales. And you had some well-known artists, right? So if we can pull up, I, I think I sent some images. We've got, um, yeah, I mean, Starcatcher's team. We've got Danny Cole from Creatures. We've got Klan from um, Cool Cats. Uh, they added Pablo Stanley, friend of the show, from Robotos. You got Sartoshi from MFers, um, which, of course, has been in the top 10 recently. You got Super Grumplin from Cryptodes. Uh, you got Render. Yeah, you got Render. Um, I mean, so many big names, right? And Brian, I tried to mint these, but I knew they were going to sell fast. And as soon as I saw, I was like, nope. And I backed out. And <laughs> you're you're seeing a lot of people buy these. And it's one of those where like, you is that know, what it's under? That, that's what it's called right there, the relief. Yeah. So relief with the three. Um, and again, the floor price now is below the mint cost, right? 0.05. But I really feel like, a lot of people are just buying and selling these to essentially raise money, right? Because yeah, the more they get right now, the more they get bought and sold, the the more money that's raised. And, and you can kind of pick out your your favorites, right? Um, so, Brian, uh, among my favorites, you've got um, Klan, the the Cool Cats artist. Um, if we can get that up, yep. So you got two cats, a ball of. Uh, of yarn shaped like a heart. I mean, anyone who's ever owned a cat, I think, you know, um, yarn, a a favorite. That's one of my favorites. You've got the one right here, creatures on the left from Danny Cole, um, creatures, of course, well-known. So yeah, I mean, that one's at 0.30. So again, some of the bigger artists, of course, trading over the floor price, 
And then another one that I sent over was uh, Pablo Stanley from Robotos with the um, the umbrella um, right there. I mean, that one's pretty sweet, Brian, right? Uh, you know, again, <clears throat> these are all about just providing uh, support and relief. There's the Starcatcher's token um, there as well. Yeah, there's the uh, Pablo Stanley one. I, I love it. Um, Brian, I mean, as you look at these images, is there any that are, are catching your eye or... I like that one in the middle, the, the piece one there too, the kind of drippy piece looking sign. Yeah, there's actually quite a bit that I really like. Um, there's, <clears throat> I mean, but yeah, there, there's not really any of them that I would say are bad. Exactly. And, and they're working on a second collection too. So I think this is going to keep extending out. And again, you're buying these and... and Brian, there's no roadmap, right? There's no feature, you know, probably token, no film, no TV show. I, I think here you're you're strictly buying because either you like the artwork or you want to help out or a combination of both. So mm -hmm. to me, that's what I want to do, right, is I want to pick out some of my favorites and, and I just want to buy them and they're just going to be in the wallet and probably just sit there, right? And, and yeah, I'll know in the back of, of my mind that I did something right to help out. And, and this is where, you know, uh, a conversation today, Brian, how NFTs and the crypto community have really stepped up to the plate and they have helped out during this time of international crisis. So, you know, you and I talked off air, of course, we've seen other companies, um, Binance recently donated to the efforts um, our friends at FTX donated um, money to every single uh, Ukrainian resident um, who had an FTX account. Um, we also saw the country of Ukraine set up a site for donations in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And those donations are just, you know, rolling in. Brian, what do you think of this? Again, not a, not a great topic to talk about, right? And a pretty negative news item. But you have the NFT and the crypto communities really trying to put a positive spin on it and do the right thing here. Oh, I think you're muted. Sorry, it's hard. My dogs were going crazy because I think there's a truck outside. But um, it's hard to say uh, anything else besides what you did because it is a difficult situation. It's it's kind of hard to talk about, and with the political stance and not just America, but the entire world. It's kind of hard to make a decision or publicly say which way you stand, even though we kind of know what's going on in this <clears throat> scenario. But I think that it's awesome that th these artists are helping out. I think that we're going to see a lot more of this. And I think that crypto and um, NFTs and just this space is one, this is one of the reasons why um, blockchain technology will thrive in the future is because it's borderless. It's limitless. It doesn't matter who you are, what you have, or what you can do. You can still offer in some way to help and you can still reach out as long as you have internet access or some sort of cellular access. Um, even with Starlink, now thanks to Elon Musk's um, advancements for Ukraine, giving them the, the Starlink capabilities and stuff like that. You know, anyone can access these things, get funds help send funds, receive funds. Like, it's just, it's it's awesome. It's 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 incredible. And I'm glad that we live in a, in a time that, you know, we're seeing this be able to happen. And it's not just some futuristic nonsense. Right. And that's really the, the cool part here, right? Is that, you know, there, there's a group of people trying to do the right thing and help out. I also saw um, that a couple threads went around um, 
on Twitter of people sharing, you know, different Ukrainian NFT artists sharing their work, right? So then, you know, you had big NFT names scooping up and buying their artwork, right? To kind of give them money, right? Because you don't know those artists that are still in the country, um, you know, maybe they still need to get out. I mean, those are really cool. Make art, not war. Um, that's a newer one that wasn't part of that initial collection that I think is going to get added into the second part. Um, you also have the punk rock group uh, Pussy Riot uh, created oh, yeah. mm -hmm. U Ukraine DAO, right? And they are going to sell off uh, 10,000 Ukrainian flag NFTs that are minted on Ethereum. They're also doing a one of one um, that is getting auctioned off. Um, so really cool, again, you know, raising money for those affected by this international crisis. Um, we, we do have a question here um, from Tokenizer uh, talking about crypto exchanges. Yeah, I mean, that that's a big topic, too, right, of not shutting down. Um, I think that's a hard one um, just because of all the different countries um, involved, all the different exchanges uh, how do you verify, you know, where users are, all the, you know, the geolocations, different items. So, um, you know, I, I would expect that maybe within the coming days, we get more clarity and more announcements in that space. Um, but for now, yeah, I just want to focus on the the positive here. Uh, I mean, that that clown one there is still probably my favorite with the cats, Brian. And, and then, yeah. I mean, I do like the creatures one too, because it kind of looks like, you know, they're just all hugging and, and helping each other out, uh, kind of pulling someone up um, that's down, right? Which is definitely what we have going on now. I like the Marianne one as well. Um, it's it's kind of neat and interesting, and <clears throat> I like the uh, the artwork on it. Uh, it's at the very near the top because it's only 0 0.02. Well, I guess my uh, mine's... Uh, lowest to highest in um filtering it i don't know if i know the marianne one um so it is right next to the reinventing the wheel oh right there yeah there we go yeah i pointed okay. at it like you can see me freaking <laughs> like oh, i'm an yeah. idiot <laughs> no we can see it <laughs> you got it Brad. Yeah. uh yeah i mean again there isn't a bad one in this collection and it, it's just really cool to see again, how this group pulled together. They came together to raise money and, and I think they're going to do so again. And, and the fact that it sold out in 30 seconds too, Brian, I think showed how many people were willing to support this cause. And, and I think they could keep doing this on a regular basis really mm -hmm. until demand runs out. And again, all the money is going to, Ukraine. These artists aren't keeping money for themselves. Um, some of the uh, the artists in the collection uh, from the Ukraine, they will get money from secondary sales, but the initial mint, all the money went straight to um, the project. So uh, just really cool to see, really cool to talk about here in this time. Very true. I, I'm thinking about buying this Marianne one. I don't know I want to, what should I do? I don't know. What do you guys think? What does the chat think? Should I buy one of these bad boys? What does the chat think? Uh, yeah, let us know. If you're here live right now. This is definitely not about something I want to make money off of. This is yeah. definitely something that I would like to keep and just be a part of it. Because a lot of these artists, like like we've said, they can actually, some, most of them do mean something to me because we've watched their their 
their collections go. Like I also own a, um, <clears throat> um, Oh, let me, let me try to get the name of it. So I don't mess it up. See, these are just so cool. I mean, like I keep finding new ones as we scroll through, like when they announced that there was originally, there was 27 artists. Now there's 37. I was like, Oh, that's easy. I can, uh, I can keep up with all these, but it's been, it's been hard to remember all the different ones. Okay. Now you're getting comments, Brian, as we catch up with the chat here. Uh, you should yes, buy, buy it. Yeah. You should like buy I was one saying, or two. I, I yeah. own a Justin Rowland, the dancer die, um, one of his, and it's not because I want to sell it. It's because I like his artwork and I like Rick and Morty and a bunch of his shows, but not just that. I just like who he is and a bunch of other stuff is creative ability. And I like his artwork as a whole. And this is why I would like one of these because I like to support the cause and I like the artwork. And I think the Marianne is one of my favorites too. I like to print that out. I think that's the one, guys. I think he sold sold it. Sold me on. I think he's sold. I think he's gonna do it. So, uh, I mean, again, this is just so cool, right? Uh, a great cause. So, shout out to the team at Relief. Um, and for all our viewers and listeners, we'll be bringing you the latest news. So, I'll try to keep everyone updated on when they're doing their next mint. Um, and who some of those artists are, because my guess is that they kind of rotate in some new artists. And you saw a lot actually reaching out after this project launched that said, hey, can we be included next time? And there's just so much support. So really cool to see. Um, all right. Well, Brian, I think we're going to move on to the next topic, but feel free if you want to buy in the background there, buy after the show, whatever you want to do. Um, I hate to move on from from that positive conversation, right? But we're gonna we're gonna keep it going with the positivity. Um, we talked recently to Solana Legend about um, Solana NFTs and the growth of that area. And speaking of Solana, Shaquille O'Neal, that's Shaq um, for NBA uh, fans out there. Shaq recently switched hole. up. He went from Shaq.East to Shaq.Soul now as his Twitter name. He tweeted out Shaq.Soul, got a nice ring to it. He also was part of a Twitter Spaces on Saturday with Magic Eden, which is an NFT marketplace for Solana projects. And that Spaces was titled, What's Shaq.East Doing on Solana? O'Neal also recently retweeted uh, Astrals, which is an upcoming Solana project launching on March 9th. Gonna have to remember that one, Astrals, to ask Solana Legend about the next time he's on our show, which I'm excited to tell all our uh, live viewers right now that if you want to learn more about Solana NFTs, you want to hear about why Shaq is getting involved why there's huge growth in Solana. Stay About tuned to because Solana domain. tomorrow, Solana legend, the man himself, joins us once again here on the roadmap. I'm super pumped for that, Brian. I did an article here about Shaq changing his uh, profile. And in that article, I talked about the growth of Magic Eden. Sales volume recently passed $1 billion dollars. And the average daily transaction per user is higher than OpenSea, according to that report. Brian, Shaquille O'Neal getting into Solana NFTs. Is this a, a big deal, a medium deal, or a small deal? The big 
I mean, it's. I mean, he's I, over seven well, foot, he's, right? So it's kind of big. Right? <laughs> yeah, size nineteen shoe. I don't know, but yeah, man, I I think this is cool. I'm I'm now I've I've my ADHD's she's already moved on to buying an SOL. Um, oh man, me. yeah, I couldn't even let Brian buy his buy his relief, <laughs> and now he's now he's in the you background. Can't buying, like that. Well, like Solana. I'm I'm big on ENS, and yeah. I'm even big on unstoppable domains. Um, I don't think that the unstoppable domains are gonna be as big as the ENS in some areas, but in some areas, I think both of them have their own place. Um, with uh, Ethereum naming service, I think, of course, ENS is going to stay. It's going to be there. You can't beat it. With unstoppable domains, I think that they're going to take over Web3, and there's going to be a lot more utility with those with a bunch of different spaces, but in Web3, not just Ethereum. I like Solana in I think getting into these uh, domain naming services with different blockchains is very, very uh, beneficial and advantageous for a lot of people because yep. right now you can get into it before all these other names get taken. You could potentially make a lot of money by selling them on the on the um, the secondary market, and you can have you know you can be one of those people who like had a three three letter name on or a first name on Twitter, like not yep. just the this not just jack dorsey or he's at jack but you know some of those people who got into twitter really early and then you can sell your um one name uh twitter handle for thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars same thing with these domain naming services yeah great great point and, and brian i just want to go out and say that before shack tweeted this out i really hope that he had already purchased shack.soul because you know that people then immediately went and tried to buy it. Oh, yeah. um, and, and if he Definitely. didn't own it, someone owns it now. Um, I saw the tweet too late. Otherwise, I would have gone and looked right away. But I was like, nope, someone already has it. There's no way um, that they didn't buy it. But yeah, I mean, it, it, great points there. Uh, you know, domain name services, it's huge. We saw that even with the World Wide Web. Um, you know, where companies are willing to pay extra money to get a specific website. It helps, you know, with their brand. It helps with search engine optimization, right? It's the reason why Facebook changed their name from the Facebook to Facebook. Um, and they had to, of course, acquire that other website. Um, it's, you know, it's a, a great topic and something we can dive into, you know, in a future show with these domain names. But mm -hmm. pretty cool to see Shaq. Um get in here and you know again i'm excited to hear more from legend tomorrow uh maybe he has some insight into which project Shaq has you know partnered with or is going to be included in um but it definitely uh helps create kind of a bullish sense when you're seeing more celebrities and athletes get more involved with solana i mean we saw that with uh ethereum nfts right where they all started saying hey what are these nfts all about how can i get involved and Brian, speaking of historical uh, NFTs, right, and big celebrities and, and athletes getting involved, CryptoPunks, one of the OGs in the space, we talked about it last week, right? We even took so, some wagers, right, and some guesses because there was an auction of 104 CryptoPunks, around 1% oh, yeah. of the total <clears throat> supply, and mm -hmm. we came up with estimates of what it would sell for. Well, spoiler alert. We were all wrong. Right. Oh, we damn. all got rugged because the owner of those CryptoPunks decided that the last minute 
to pull the auction Get out listing. of town. I did not see that. What? Hold a, it. A Hold it, Brian. Right before, right before it was supposed to go live. What so the guy. floor price of Punks is 68.5 ETH. Um, around 201,000. Uh, if I remember right, Brian, that's around what it was last week. So pulling the auction hasn't really hurt the price of CryptoPunks. But I wonder if this was pulled because, um, y- you know, it, it just didn't see it getting that high of a bid. Uh, what do you think? Was this the right call by that owner to, to pull this and maybe not risk having it go for too low of a price? Or, you know, was this a publicity move? What what do you make of this huge item being pulled from this auction at the last second? That what you first said, uh, the fact that it might go for a little bit less than what he was hoping for. I think that's the most probable. I hope that he's just not uh, one of those guys that says, like, I'm going to do it. And then I don't want to do it anymore kind of thing so we'll have to see maybe we'll make a statement and say why and then you know we'll see in like a month or so or hopefully sooner than that that he does it again i don't know i mean i don't know what he has to lose because there's no way he couldn't make a profit off that amount many of them you know yeah and i mean maybe he decides in the future hey i don't want to sell all 104 and i just sell you know like 25 or 50 pieces of out. he's gonna make a ton more money anyway but the guy i don't know what he's thinking yeah no one knows the real intentions here i'm also a little surprised brian like sotheby's is a big auction house i'm surprised that they didn't have like an agreement to where like they already had these in hand right that's part of the blockchain part of these wallets is that the owner still had them in his wallet, right? And he was selling them and then they were going to get transferred over. How does Sotheby's not like take ownership or like mediate this, put them in, you know, yeah, a, you a think third that they party? Sort of co- like a right? contract. Yeah, because doesn't this make Sotheby's look bad then? Because uh-huh. they, they were doing this as a live auction. Of course, and they, actually... they make money, but they would make some money, some sort of commission yeah. off of it. So I wonder what that, well, because there has to be like, well, if, if he didn't transfer ownership and it's all in his wallet, I guess anyone could say, like, I can just I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tweet out Sotheby's and just say, hey, guys, uh, <laughs> I'll just let's just I'll auction off the name rights to Benzinga. You guys can have it. I don't care. Take it. <laughs> right. And then just I mean, cancel at the last minute. Just just pull that rug out. Right. As yeah. Soon as, they, as soon as they step on it. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, finish up the show here. We got minutes left. We do have a couple um big mints and items that happened recently. So Wonder Pals, we have been talking about this for weeks. They did their mint. Their reveal is coming in, I believe, 24 to 48 hours now. Um, Brian, I was fortunate enough to make the raffle and get one of these. We told viewers about the raffle, right? Enter that raffle link, see, because they were going to pick the winners. I was able to get one, and then I had to make the tough decision, Brian. Do I hold or do I sell, right? What did you do? These were going for around 1.5 ETH right after it sold out, and now they're at 0.83. I decided to hold, and of course, looking back now, it's easy to say, hey, I should have sold it. I could have bought almost two for the same price now. But the fact remains that they haven't revealed. I have too much interest, too much FOMO. I you want to see fun. what image I get. I want a one of one. I mean, look at that frog. I would take that frog there. I, it's I mean, yours. Or the I'll Wonder Bread. 
the Wonder Bread Ooh, looks sweet. I too. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I so, do like that. So yeah. So I am holding. And again, this was a 0. 0.08 mint, Brian. It's not like I'm losing money right now sitting on this, right? I mean, no, did I yeah, did I fine. miss out you, on potentially no. more? Maybe. But ah, also when these reveal, I mean, my guess is that maybe the floor drops to like 0. 0.7 or 0. 0.65. I don't think we fall further than that in the first couple days. So I'm going to have a chance to make a decision after my reveals. Hey, now do I sell or do I hold, right? But I've loved this project from the start. I'll probably hold it. The biggest thing is I, I'm not a huge fan of only being able to mint one, right? I mean, it creates... Yeah. Look at that unique ownership, right? 7,400 holders on a 10K that is pretty, collection. That's very, very that's impressive. pretty impressive. But I'm always a big fan of taking partial profits. So if I could have minted two, Brian, then I probably would have sold one and kept one. Although that would have been hard too, because the one I sold would probably be the rare one and the one I kept would probably be the floor one. But anyways... It looks like people in the chat are, are saying I should have sold, Brian. So we got mixed opinions here. Um, but they don't we'll, have one. They're just jelly. You guys they're are jealous. Jelly. They want it. They want it. <laughs> so I'll update everyone in a couple days maybe and see um, you know, what mine looks like when it reveals, depending on when it reveals and if we have a show that day. Brian, let's get into the other big re reveal that happened, if we want to call it a reveal. Um, I'm not a huge fan of bashing projects publicly, right? But we need to address what happened with Pixelmon. Oh, okay, so I purposely <laughs> did not look into this, and I like to I like to come at it with a fresh <laughs> set of eyes because I know that Moonerbus already did a little bit on this, but I wanted to come at a fresh set of eyes and have you explain to me what's going on, and then I can give my opinion on how awful it was. Or if it was bussing or disgusting, as I've seen on TikTok. Yeah, there, there's a lot to talk about. We don't have a ton of time to get into all of it. But basically, Brian, Pixelmon promised that they were going to launch the uh, a first-gen playable game, right? They were going to do a land reservation. They were going to do a token. They were going to do in-game rewards, a level two pixel pass, all kinds of rewards to anyone who minted out uh, a Pixelmon because they needed to raise money to build this game. So they decided to do this huge Dutch Dutch auction, high price mint, right? You just heard me say Wonder Pals was 0 0.08 to mint. Pixelmon was 3 ETH to mint, Brian. 3 ETH. That is insane. That is a ridiculously high price. And look at that. The floor price is now 0.4. You had to know... That if you minted at three ETH, there was huge risk, right? You had so far that you could fall. And yes, you could go up, right? That hurts. But that, that hurts 5, so bad. 5,000 people that hold it right now. But what hurts worse, Brian, is looking at this artwork. This project had been sharing images online of like top-notch game graphics, right? And instead, mm -hmm. this is what we got. I mean, look at this. Like, look at the original that they shared. Go go back. I mean, look at that, right? Looks really cool. Looks like a video game. Mm -hmm. Looks kind of like Pokemon. You, you had, I mean, yeah, like, look look at that. Yeah, look at this. Like, that is a cool pixel image, right? Like, I would own that. I probably wouldn't pay three ETH for it. No, I don't but, have $10,000 for your bullshit. But then look at what we got for, for a reveal. So we're going to share. Yes. So, so 
So here's the floor, but let's share some of our favorite images here. Brian, I, I want you to take a look at these. Um, <laughs> look, look at this guy. So, so this guy has gone viral now. Um, he is he is referred to as Kevin, and there are projects making um they're own... making a ton of money look at this look at that <laughs> fake funko of kevin you have you have all these different memes now <laughs> of kevin going around kevin in the metaverse <laughs> kevin in other projects you got nft artists saying hey i'm gonna have kevin in my collection i'm gonna make a one of one kevin piece um insane yeah, yeah there's like, a mf for kevin uh, fingers from uh the old youtube days or my yes. underground with the rusty spoons you remember yep. that yep. that's what that guy looks like salad fingers yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> and all right let's share we're running out of time here let's share a couple more images from pixelmon brian check that out is that three east right there <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's uh that's yep. Okay, but now uh, are you ready? These might be the worst. Hey, where'd my NFT go, Brian? Can yeah, you uh, find it? <laughs> uh -uh, it's camouflaged in. I will. I'll pay. I have eighteen ETH on Linky Network. I'll how about pay. this dragon? Is he supposed to be right side up? It just fell. <laughs> like I, I hate to criticize, but this is this is embarrassing, uh, yeah, right? What, what like what jokesters? And, and the, the hard part here is, Brian, that in order for people to mint this for three ETH, I, I mean, yeah, the, the comparisons to Pokemon, I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Brian, the, the hard part here is that I, I hope no beginners got hurt by this. I really hope you know no one did. got hurt oh by this. Gosh, but you know that beginners did. But three Ethereum. And you also saw people sell out of other NFTs in order to buy into this. <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not laughing at the people who did that. I'm laughing at the, the backlash artwork. this team is going to have and how they need to just do something or else just quit social media altogether and move on to something else. And they probably need to maybe look into building this out of real Legos and then it would look better, you know? I mean, really, you could take screenshots from Minecraft <laughs> at this point. And, it's like a styrofoam cup. Yeah. And, and Brian, you, you said if you were the artist or the collection, you, you would disappear, right? Well, I got oh, yeah, news for you. The artist has not disappeared. He has oh, taken gosh, to Twitter. Gosh. And these are some of the comments he said. He goes by at Cyberer, S-Y-B-E-R-E-R. -E -E he said, the Pixelmon reveal was unacceptable. This is what our Pixelmon look like in game. Our NFT art failed to reflect this. Despite the FUD, I will not go anywhere. The goal hasn't changed. The funds will still be used to build our game. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I mean, what else you got to fucking do? Nothing. Well, you well, ruined Brian, it already. Brian, here's the worst part, right? Is when these were revealed and everyone was laughing at this, there was still people scooping them up at like 0. Oh, 0.5, yeah. 0. 0.6 as it was mm -hmm. falling. And now again, the the floor is still 0.4, Brian. What was Starcatcher's like 0.38? So there's people paying more right now for this than there is for that, yeah, yeah. That's why people uh -oh. people like are in love with it's becoming a meme, Brian. This is going to be a meme NFT. We saw meme stocks, right? A meme. You have a meme NFT. You have Kevin and you have his friends here. I mean, the Kevin ones are already selling for, for a ridiculous amount because he's memeable. So, I, I mean, the floor is 0.4, Brian. Uh, what's, what do you think? Does this floor go up or down? Oh, God, I hope not. I hope it doesn't do anything. 
I hope it just <laughs> stops. I hope it goes away, but I really don't Look think it will. Kevin. I do like Kevin, though. I mean, he's yeah. trying. 888 ETH. Someone has that listed for, Brian. He's so trying, it can be yours know? if the price is right. Now I'm back on this wanting to buy a soul domain and just get out of the Pixamon space, but I want a Pixamon now too, though. Yeah. <sighs> do I help do I help Ukraine? Do I buy a soul domain or do I buy Kevin? I mean, who is more important <laughs> here? Myself or you know the rest of the world? I think the correct answer is Ukraine, but I really feel like uh, you know this, <laughs> that's it's a good hard one. to up a it, little bit. It's hard to look away from these. Uh, right there. <laughs> the, the Ronaldo statue, yeah, uh, I, yeah. You're right. Though. So I mean, it's it is it's uh, this. Okay, so in all fairness to this project, I think what we said will probably be what happens. They are going to uh, run off of this, and they're going to use it to be better. People are going to want these old the the bullcrap ones because they'll probably be memeable they they are memeable and they'll increase in value later and maybe they will hey here's here's a free advice for them use these as legendary and this is the end goal is to get one of these guys get kevin as like whenever you defeat your version of uh what's the, the elite eight whoever in pokemon elite four final four who i forgot i haven't played that since i was a, a child the elite but. four yep yeah, and that's what you get. You win. There. I'm your consultant. That was free. I will bill you from Benzinga. <laughs> yeah, and Brian, but before we go here, let, let's just talk. This is the, the perfect time to talk risk reward, right? And and let's use let's use a real life example here with, with myself, right? So same thing as Pixelmon Wonder Pals, they've already shown off images, right? Of what their NFTs are going to look like. These have not revealed yet. So I run the potential risk when they release the images that maybe they're not as good as thought. Maybe they don't have as many rare traits. Maybe people don't like them as much, right? That's the risk. I also am risking that the floor price falls, right? So with Pixelmon, same thing. You had the risk, right? Maybe the images don't do as well because it's pixel art, right? Maybe they don't adapt well to OpenSea or to a, a game, right? But what's the biggest difference? I paid 0 0.08 for my mint, not three ETH. So if Wonder Pals comes out, and, and it is even remotely as close to, to this, right? It, it falls to, to 0 0.01 or 0, right? And, and I lose. But, and again, I'm not saying that's going to happen. The Wonder Pals team is going to deliver. I hate using that as an example, but that's my risk reward example here. That's why I'm a fan of mints that are under 0.1. Anytime you get like over 0 0.25, 0 0.5, Brian, the, the risk is just, it's too high for me. So, yeah. It, that, just thinking about that. spending 10, scroll up, Alyssa, just a little <laughs> bit up where we were. And <clears throat> you wake up and you realize, keep on going right there. Uh, the yep, you realize that you spent 10, <laughs> almost twenty thousand dollars on that by itself. I don't know what to do for you. I mean, you've lost your family, you've lost your car. You've come. Uh, I hope you do something. Yeah. I feel so bad. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're I think we're gonna end the show on that note. So again, if anyone, uh, hey, and reach out to us, right? If you uh, if, if you, you bought, bought a that, Pix- if you bought a Pixelmon, we'd love to hear from you. So let we'll us bring know. You on. Yeah, we'll bring you on. We'll even let you talk shit if you want to talk about the project. Let want. us know. So, uh, but hey, shout out to all our viewers and our listeners that are watching live on YouTube, replay on YouTube, or listening to the podcast. And also a big shout out to today's sponsor, FTX. You can find out more about that app in the description below. And remember, FTX is partnering on those World of Women billboard covers. So uh, exciting things coming from them. And as a reminder, Brian, tomorrow, let's talk Solana. We got the man himself, Solana legend, joining us on the show. So we'll dive into maybe some more Solana NFTs that he's watching I really want to ask him what some upcoming mints are, right? And find out more about Shaquille O'Neal. So I'm super excited about tomorrow's episode. So you guys out there don't want to miss it. it For it. (laughs) There you go. We got to get ready. I got to get some Mm -hmm. Solana ready too. And then maybe we'll bring these guys on eventually. Um, I was repping their their merch, the Glue Factory. Glue Factory. Yep. I'm not my boxer. These are shorts, by the way. They look like boxers, but they're... Got to clarify. Got to clarify. You never know who's watching. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again, everyone. So everyone knows. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. We will catch you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Stay tuned. You got pre-market prep at the close coming up with Joel and Spencer talking about all the latest news and movers for stocks and cryptos. Take care, everyone out there. See ya.